Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight, we got Rob. Hey, everybody, it's Rob. And we got Devin. What's up, everybody? It's me, Devin. It's time to make the muffins. It's time to make the muffins. I'm going to just start yelling that randomly now. Uh, so this week, because Devin couldn't uh, join us last week, uh, this week we will be talking about the... Newest, newest Suicide Squad movie, I should say, uh, which we all watched last week together, uh, well, and then Rob and I also watched it last night again, uh, just to kind of have something on in the background. And I've now seen it two and a half times. Yeah, well, I've we've seen it twice. Two and a half times. Um, I, I was surprised to to hear a, a few things, which we'll get into as as far as. Uh, somewhat mixed reviews, but uh, majority of what I've heard have have been uh, good things, and, and I I will say I agree overall. Uh, I thought it was a phenomenal movie. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't like it as much as Birds of Prey, but I definitely liked it. I hmm, you know I. I, I don't know. I, I saw Birds of Prey, and I, I feel like I liked the second Suicide Squad more. Yeah, I like Birds of Prey a lot. Um, I definitely feel like I liked it better than the first Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bad. dislike the first. The first one. I, I liked. I did. That movie was not good. It was the best part of that movie was Harley Quinn, and she was kind of done dirty. I mean, Will Smith's character was good. I mean, he was. Yeah, um, but, like you know, I. I guess my main gripe was in the first one uh, having the, the the witch lady end up essentially being the main villain at the very end and having like this big like weird mystical magnet thing that she was. Trying I do to think, build. I don't and, know. Uh, we'll get on this. We can get this a little bit later too. But I do think the Suicide Squad has a bad. Uh, both movies kind of suffer from. Uh, villain selection. See, I, I mean, I, I, I will t- t- agree to disagree on the second one, but again, we'll get to that. Uh, so, for those of you who have not seen the Suicide Squad movie, the newest one, uh, first go see it. Second, spoiler alert, because we're going to be talking about it. Uh, so, if you haven't seen it and you don't want spoilers, just go see it and then come back and listen. Um. So getting right into it, it starts off with them essentially, you know, they have what, Michael Rooker, I forget his code name, uh, Bloodsport? No, 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 Bloodsport was Idris Elba. Uh, what the fuck was, I don't remember Michael Rooker's person's name. Anyway, he's in a cell, just throwing a rubber ball around, because I guess he's super... Oh, um... God, accurate with things. I don't know. Yeah, it, I should have been prepared. I should have had the IMDB pulled up. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm bad at this. Sorry, don't, don't lie. Oh, shit. I did not realize that's who voiced King Shark. Yeah, it's the next one. Yeah, Stallone. Huh? I realized that on the second watch through that it was him. I'm not the first time, though. Uh, Savant. Michael yeah, Rooker plays Savant. He's, 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 not, he's, not even on, he's not even credited with the role. There he is. Okay, it was like hiding. Yeah. He's in uh, F9 too? 
so he <laughs> it starts off with him, and then they you know they do the whole sh- steel you know spiel of uh, injecting his you know this bomb into the brainstem. And giving him his whole, like, oh, if you do this, you get 10 years off your sentence, and uh, otherwise we blow your head off, and whatever. And he's like, yeah, I just want to get out of here. I'll do whatever I have to do to get years off my sentence, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he gets to meet his Suicide Squad. Task Force X is what they're called. Obviously run by Rick Flagg, uh, joined by Javelin, who I don't recall as a... Uh, character in the comics, but he is played by Flula Borg. Uh, then there's Blackguard, played by Pete Davidson. Um, yeah, he, there was um, Weasel. Hold on. So you have Javelins. Javelin is uh, this is how important he is. His his real name has never been revealed. He is a German Olympic athlete who later decides to use his javelin throwing abilities for evil. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he then became a super criminal and mercenary who has been an enemy to Green Lantern and a member of the Suicide Squad. So there you go. Wow. Uh, well, he was. They were joined by Javelin, uh, Weasel, Blackguard, Mongol, Captain Boomerang, TDK, played by Nathan Fillion, which stands for the Detachable Kid. Uh, or oh, as Devin, lo- or as Devin loves oh. him by uh, arms fall off, boy. That's his actual. Yeah, uh, that's Devin's favoriteest character ever. No, it's the stupidest fucking character ever existed. Um, I forget. Did anybody else join them on the beach? I don't think so. I think that was it. Fuck, I don't remember uh, now. No, that was it. Anyway, they they they. They jump out of a helicopter onto the beach. Everybody jumps, and then Weasel's the last one to jump. Then they find out Weasel can't swim, and he apparently drowned to death uh, <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, from here, literally everything goes south. Oh, yeah, Harley Quinn joins them. Literally yep, everything yep. goes south. Harley Quinn shoots off like a rocket launcher. Uh uh, Blackguard, played by Pete Davidson, was apparently like he was the one who told the government of this country that they were going to be bringing people here. Blah blah blah. So he goes out, then he gets sniped, gets his head blown off. Uh, Mongol like tackles a helicopter to the ground, which kills herself, a bunch of people, and then shoots a bunch of like bamboo shrapnel at Captain Boomerang and kills Captain Boomerang. Well, no, the it hits Captain Boomerang and he looks like he's okay, and then the fucking playing helicopter rolls and runs over. Yeah. Uh, Javelin ends up getting fucking shot up. Not like three times. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, Nathan Fillion's character, the, the detachable kid, he sends his arms out to just kind of go, you know, bitch slap some people around. Uh, really to no avail. And then they shoot his arms and he's just rolling around the ground screaming and bl- bloodied. Uh, Flag escapes and then they take Harley Quinn captive. That's really all you need to know. Uh, R- Michael Rooker's character, Savant, sees all this, starts having a hysterical breakdown and just starts swimming away and then Amanda Waller blows his head off. Yeah, he nopes the it fuck out and he gets head blown off. Yeah, It looks like Flag is captured as well. Yeah. Yeah, because he gets surrounded at gunpoint. Yeah, uh, he gets captured by the resistance. Not by the, a resistance uh, team, yeah. So we then find out that another Suicide Squad Task Force X team is being put together. Uh, led by Idris Elba's Bloodsport character. They also pick up Peacemaker, played by John Cena. Uh, sh- shit. Um, Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 2. King Shark. King Shark. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. That's it. That's it. Uh, okay. And they land on a beach opposite or like kind of away from the first Task Force X group. And apparently that was the whole reason this first one was even beach there was to cause a diversion so the second group could covertly get onto the island. Uh, They start to camp out. They find out that Flag is alive still. Uh, 
Uh, so Task Force X is tasked with going to get him, which they said they'll do, I guess, in the morning or whatever, or whatever, because they're making camp. The big part here, King Shark tries to eat Ratcatcher 2. Yes, he does. And then he gets shot a bunch and like pretty much forced back onto his ass up against the tree. And then Ratcatcher's like, you don't want to eat your friends, right? And he's like, I don't have friends, blah, blah, blah. And then so they become friends so that way she doesn't get eaten. <laughs> uh, also, I like how she's like, so now that we're friends, you wouldn't eat your friends, will you? And he goes, no. Like, no. it's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um... Now, I don't know much about Peacemaker as a character. I know that in the comics, they pretty much paced him as he will kill for peace. Like, he will do anything for peace. And I think John Cena really nails it, though. I don't know in the comics if he's such a dick. Like, John Cena played him very well as an asshole. Um, and if he's like that in the comics, cool. I, I think, I think they did a great job. Um, I will say, I think King Shark is my favorite character. Uh, That's fair. I think King Shark's, uh, I think he's one of the front runner characters that everybody really likes. Yeah. Um, Nanawe. Yeah, Nanawe. Nanawe. Yeah, the tribe that where from where he was originated or whatever thought he was a god. Or some shit like that. It. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not a bad problem to have, I'm being honest. One of my favorite parts in the show that we've already passed was when she was explaining to the second team what they're what they were supposed to be doing. And she's like, Are there any questions? And Ratcatcher 2 is like, Yeah, what's that? It's like, it's an overhead projector. Do you ever use it anymore? No. Why don't you just throw it away? And then Jossie is like, Project Starfish. Is that like a butthole? Do you think there's a co- uh, a connection? And she's like, no. And then Nanawe puts up his hand and she's like, yes. She's like, yes, Nanawe. Hand. Hand. Yes, Nanawe. That's your hand. Very good. And then he nods like, mm-hmm. And then, the, <laughs> then Bloodsport whispers to Polka Dot Man, we're going to fucking die. And Polka Dot goes, God, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So pretty much the next scene is they go and save Flag. So they walk into this camp. It starts off with King Shark just eating a dude, just outright, just shoving him down his gullet and eating him whole. Uh, and then uh, the rat catcher fucking tackles the dude with rats. And then John C. Or then Peacemaker and Bloodsport have like this. I guess competition where they walk through camp just killing people. Uh, and then, like, one scene that I really liked on that was uh, Bloodsport was like, oh, no one likes to show off, blah, blah, blah. And Peacemaker's like, they do when, when, they're sh- when what they're showing off is dope as fuck. And then Bloodsport's like, damn it, he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, also, you found out that Bloodsport has a phobia of rats. Yep. Uh, so anyway, they, they rescue Flag. They find out Flag was actually rescued by this resistance group that they just murdered half of. Uh, and then they meet up with, I think they go from there almost directly into meeting up with the, uh, the bus driver guy. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> Nanawa is like, when they tell the guy, Oh yeah, you're gonna have to like drive us in. We'll all, you know, we'll wear disguises or whatever. And then the, you know, they're like, Nanawe, you're gonna have to fucking hide. He's like, I wear disguise. And they're like, what kind? And then he just puts his finger over his mouth. He's like, fake mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, which he does try, and then he gets frustrated when they're like, Yeah, we know it's you. That's the worst costume ever. He's like, fuck, and then he just storms off. Um. What, the, what happens now? This isn't where they go after Harley yet, because they're still trying to go no, meet go Mastermind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They go to the nightclub to get at Mastermind. The Thinker. Yeah. The Thinker, Thinker, that's yep. what it is. Mastermind, that's Marvel Comics, I think. Yeah, I think so. There might be a DC yeah. villain named Mastermind. It, anyway, this Thinker, yeah, he's like some mad scientist dude who's 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 
captured slash contained and has been working with a giant starfish, uh, which they have, which he has named Starro, the destroyer. From space, by from, the way. It's not an, a yes. starfish from the ocean. Yeah, it's from space. It's a space starfish. Um, now... Well, I mean, the thinker, it's, the, it's funny, like, the, the thinker, that's the same guy that was in, that was the Flash villain. <laughs> when? For what? Remember? The fucking, in the fucking chair? DeVoe? Oh, that was yeah. him? Yeah, that's Thinker. They're both Oh, thinker. man, how come he didn't have all the crazy shit in his skull? Because technically in the comic books, he looks like that. They kind of upped them for the fucking, uh... They oh, changed hold on, here the... comes my visual cue that the podcast can't hear, can't see. <laughs> Yeah, that one they gave him like the chair and shit. Um, Were you posting this? I I, I wasn't. Oh well, you I got him. Well, yeah, I want to see what he looks like. Oh, the comics. Yeah, the comic he looks kind of similar to how he looks like now uh, in the movie here. Actually, it's like yeah. Yeah, so he's got all the crazy shit in his skull. Yeah, let's see. I can. Here, let's, let me see if I can find an older, an older picture of him. So that way, it's here's a really older picture of him from back in like the day before he got fucking changed. Oh yeah. All right. So, yeah. So and we I'm, find it's out more like taking the, the Liberty guy. It looks like his helmet. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, yeah, we find out that he has been the one working with Starro at a place called Jotunheim in Corta Maltese. Uh, so they all go into a bar, and they wait for him. They find him, and they hold him hostage. And then they end up having Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man... And somebody else? No, maybe it was just those two. Follow, uh, pretty much get him out the back. And then... The bus driver guy. Oh, yeah, the bus driver. Uh, And then uh, Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and Flag all stay back because the military comes in and is all like, yo, we're looking for... Americans, blah, blah, blah. And so they kind of turn themselves in. And then there's a scene in the back of the truck where they end up fighting in the back of the truck and taking over the caravan, but crashing it and then busting out and freeing themselves because they're fucking badass. Um, While this is happening, Harley, we find out, was taken to the fucking... El Presidente, like he was the president of this island. He, uh, he was, he was he one who was like, the shit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> military coup. Yeah, so she was given like a dress and she cleaned up and she spent like a whole day with this guy and he wanted to marry her and they had sex and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, like, I don't remember what it was, but he was saying something. Oh, I think it was, I was think that's when he like proposed to her but she shot him yeah and then he she's was like talking about like how all his enemies would like and their their families would burn that they would be in charge or whatever yeah yeah and then she shot him and then she's like uh i told myself if i ever got to another relationship i'd look for the red flags and here are all <laughs> the red flags and this that, and the other thing and then she i think she shot him a couple more times but he, he like he kept crawling away like, just in shock and bleeding out. Um, and then she's like, I know, and I'm sorry, but... <laughs> uh, and then she ends up getting taken, and... Yeah, because they rush in after he's dead and, like, arrest her. Yeah, and then she's tortured for information, which she never gives up. She just sings a song. Uh, and they keep, you know, like, electrocuting he asked, her. He asks how many other operatives there are, and she goes... 69. He's like, you snuck 69 operatives yeah. into my city? And then the other guy whispers to him, and he's like, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> then he tortures her again. Um, then he ends up leaving uh, her alone with just like the one guard who she ends up 
Fucking a lot of upper body strength in Harley Quinn, man. Uh, she ends up lifting herself up, wrapping her legs around his neck, and then choking him out and lifting him off the ground, too. Uh, and pretty much hanging him using her legs. And she uses her feet to u- manipulate the keys and unlock the cuffs. Yeah. Uh, and then and she ends up... On a murder spree through yeah. the whole building. Yep. Then she literally takes on a small army by herself. Uh, breaks out of the house, breaks out of the mansion, finds Javelin's Javelin, which he entrusted with her to, uh, I forget how he worded it, but she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And he's like, you'll know, you know, or, or you'll know when to use it or whatever. No, he didn't fit. He said, use my Javelin too. And then he died. And yeah. Like, use it for what? <laughs> so now what she's on like a personal mission. To find out how and when to use this javelin. Uh, I like this scene because, like, every time she killed guards, they burst into, like, confetti and, like, just all, of, like, the like, blood spray and stuff were, like, cartoon flowers. Cartoon yeah. <laughs> uh, very Harley Quinn. But in any case, once the uh, the other boys break out of their captivity, they're like, oh, now on to Jotunheim. And then Flag's like, nah, we got a side mission. We got to go rescue Harley. So they set up this big plan. This is where one of my next favorite King Shark scenes come from. They're all like going over, which like saying that they're in position and you know confirming yeah, what they're like, doing. Like second hallway is clear. And yeah, then and then the Nawa is like, like, "There's no traffic." Yeah, coming. and then the Nawa is like, "Bird," and like you see him on the comm, and then he's just looking at a bird, and then Ruff flags like the Nawa, get off the comm, stay off the comms. <laughs> Uh, he's he's the best. Yeah. I already... Harley comes out of the building bursting with still flowers and everything. Like she gets in a cab, and even like through the cab's window, you can still see inside, and it's kind of blurry, but it's still full of like cartoon birds and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then she sees Flag and uh, <laughs> Bloodsport sneaking across the road, and she goes to find out what they're doing. So they're about to like climb up the wall, and she's like, "Hey, what you doing?" <laughs> they're like, "We're." going to rescue you and she's like oh, you're here to rescue me he's like yeah and it was a good plan too well i could go back inside and you could still do the plan <laughs> and they're like no it's fine um and from here oh yeah from here they go to the rooftop to go talk to the thinker uh <laughs> and, and like Flags, flags like you see. Flag walk by is like, so here's how it's gonna go. You don't tell us what we want to know, you die. And then like, uh, Bloodsport walks by is like, if you lie to us or whatever and try to try to trick us, you die. And then Harley's like, if we find out you have vanity plates, you die. <laughs> and then she goes on like two or three more things. Yeah, he's like, no, that's not that's not what. And then she said, I don't remember what she said for the second one. And he's like. No, and then the third one, she says, if you cough without covering your mouth, you die. He's like, those last three are not things. Although, don't take this as a, a, a license to cough without covering your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they end up, like, essentially coming up with a plan on how they're going to break into Jotunheim, using the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then later on, when they're doing it, she's walking behind him, and she goes, I am walking back and forth! <laughs> <laughs> um... So they break into Jotunheim. Like their big plan is, they're going to drive up, use the thinker to get through the gates, use his retinal scan to break in, uh, and then they're going to like pretty much set explosives off everywhere. Um, which kind of goes to plan, I guess. Uh, but they do. They end up. They end up breaking into Jotunheim, doing it this way. They break the retinal scanner, so then the government has to break into the place using a battering ram, which is literally just a Humvee with a steel I-beam for a bumper. Uh, And they all go to different areas. They all have different jobs or whatever, so some of them are planting explosives. Some of them are going with the thinker to go see what this this starfish thing is. Uh, others are after a hard drive. Um, and then, like, there's this fight between Peacemaker and 
Flag because Flag finds this hard drive about all the like crazy ass fucking experiments and shit that they've done here that has apparently been the U.S. doing it just on not in U.S. soil. Um, so he wants to leak it to the press because he feels like the people deserve to know what the government's doing. But Peacemaker had orders not to let that happen or something. Waller specifically told him not to get the drive and destroy it or whatever. Yeah. So there's a big <laughs> fight between him and Peacemaker. And then I forget I forget how exactly, but some of the explosives go off. That's because it shows you later how that happened. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So while they're fighting, the explosives go off. Uh, and then King Shark finds his way up to like an aquarium with all these like little strange like jellyfish looking things that start to mimic his movements, and he's all well, that's, happy. That's when it goes back to uh, like eight minutes later, earlier or whatever. Because at first you they're fighting, and Peacemaker and uh, the the starfish gets free. It rips apart Thinker, Flag and and Peacemaker are fighting over this drive, and Ratcatcher is trying to escape from the starfish. So then Peacemaker kills Flag by jamming like a, a jagged rock into his heart. Uh, but then Ratcatcher shows up just in time to see that. She grabs the the drive and starts to run away. So he catches up with her and knocks her over. And he's like, I, I'm sorry, I didn't want to do this, but I have to. And she's like, well, she's like, the drive is right there. Just destroy it. Why do you have to kill me? And he's like, because I'm very thorough. So then it cuts to eight minutes earlier as he's aiming the gun at her, and then it shows them putting plastic explosives, and then now he wanders off. Yeah. Um, I just like the little scene of like the little jellyfish copying him, and then he gets so like excited about it all until the explosion happens. Then the the aquarium thing breaks. And you find out those th- those things are very vicious, and start like biting them all over the place. Um, but with the explosion, it's because Polka Dot Man, Harley, and is it Bloodsport? Why do I keep wanting Blood... to say Blackguard? Blackguard's Pete Davidson's character. Bloodsport. Bloodsport and 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 the bus Milton. driver Milton. Yeah. Milton. Uh, and they become under fire. Or whatever, and Milton ends up dying, and Polka Dot Man freaks out, and then they have a big conversation about how Milton was still with him, and Bloodsport's like, "Wait, what was what was he doing with us to begin with?" Like, <laughs> and Harley's like, "There was somebody named Milton with us the whole time. I think I would remember a Milton." Yeah. <laughs> so then finally, like, they're safe enough to poke their heads out, and she's like, "Oh, that Milton! <laughs> I don't know what Milton you were talking about." No one did not deserve that. Man, I was wondering when we watched that why he was with them. Like, what? what is this bus driver hoping to accomplish? Why didn't he just stay in the bus? Or just drive the bus away? Like, you know? Well, he, I mean, he was part of the resistance, so I guess... I, I I, yeah, but he was the <laughs> bus driver. Like, I don't know. But anyway, uh, so Polka Dot Man goes to throw Polka Dots at people. And one of the polka dots hits the explosives, which sets off the train reaction. Like the whole tower starts to fall sideways, and this, that, and the other thing. And the Nawe like jumps out of the tower and lands on the ground uh, from his level, and then he eats some people. Well, no, they got washed out by the giant gush of water from the aquarium because oh, yeah. almost all of them, like they all managed to grab something except for the Nawe. <laughs> yeah. I like how Harley was riding on his back trying to pull a jellyfish off at one point <laughs> before they went over the edge. Um, and then that's where you end up finding, like, uh, Bloodsport blood fucking... He has, like, grappling hooks and shit in his wrists. And, like, he's, like, using those to hold on to things. But then those start giving way because the whole tower is just kind of crumbling at this point. And he ends up landing on a platform which breaks and then falls down and then that platform breaks and falls down. And it's, he takes it kind of like a small elevator ride, like really bad elevator ride all the way down to the um, to the platform where Peacemaker is about to shoot the rat catcher girl. And then they both point and like have this like staring contest and then they both draw weapons and fire. And 
Peacemaker had made a comment earlier when he was first joined the team about how he does everything better than Bloodsport and how he shoots smaller holes using smaller bullets and this, that, and the other thing. But Bloodsport's bullet was so small and so sharp, it actually broke Peacemaker's bullet in half and then continued on and ended up sh- shooting Peacemaker and presumably killing Peacemaker. Um, saving the rat catcher girl. I think because he kind of, she reminds him of his daughter just with rats. Uh, and then they all end up escaping out of the building. Uh, or they get all, they all get down to the bottom floor of the building before it collapses, collapses. And Nanawe comes back in just like gnawing on a head, just some soldier's head. And then they all run out. And this is where Starro ends up pretty much bursting out of the fucking building. Um, and then all hell breaks yeah. loose for the, for the last <laughs> part of this movie. Because is the only one that knows anything about the giant starfish or anything, because she gives Bloodsport the, the drive and tells him what Flag wanted with it. And then she's like, I think it's trying to escape. And they're all like, what's trying to escape? And then the giant starfish arm comes blasting up through the floor, and then they all, like, book it. Yeah. And then this thing comes out, and it has a giant central eye... And then it has like these little slits in its legs and arms where it like shoots out smaller starfish that attach themselves to the faces of people and they kind of become like a, a hive mind with the big one. Uh, like controlled zombies. Yeah. So it does that and then they realize they have to like block their face. Ratcatcher puts on her gas mask and Bloodsport puts on his mask. And Nawe just puts his hands up over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but they end up not getting any of the starfish on them, and all of the military ends up getting starfished, and then they all leave, and they're going to presumably go take and destroy the city. Uh, and then Amanda Waller says, "Listen, you got the drive. Mission accomplished. Get out of there. This isn't our problem. Blah blah blah." But one by one, they all just kind of start marching towards the way that the starfish goes. And Amanda Waller, like, is telling, like, she's freaking out. She's telling them, get back to your position. You know, this isn't our problem. You know, stop disobeying orders. I will pull, I will push these buttons and, you know, essentially explode these bombs in your skulls. She even gets the briefcase open and charges the one on Bloodsport. And just as she's getting ready to push it, like just some random office chick in the office just hits her in the head with like this metal pole and knocks oh, her ass it's, it's the golf club she was using earlier. Oh, it was the golf club? Yeah. Uh, it looked really big. For whatever reason, I thought it was like one of those metal coat racks. No, like it was just the a golf pole. Club she used it earlier. Oh. Mistaken. Anyway, she knocks that bitch out. <laughs> and then like. The whole team just decides, like, okay, well, this is where the starfish is. These are the streets to avoid if you want to help out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then the team begins to, you know, run down through the streets to catch up with this starfish. Uh, Bloodspart tells uh, King Shark, hey, monsters, nom nom. So he's like, nom nom? And then he just runs and, like, leaps out of the starfish and just starts eating it. Um, Harley goes up to a rooftop and does her thing until she does her thing with the javelin and she realizes what she needs the javelin for. Uh, he he tells the polka dot man that the starfish is your mom. <laughs> and he looks and it's just like a giant version of his mom like ter- terrorizing the city. So he unleashes all of his polka dots uh, and ends up like destroying one of the legs. Um... And then he fights off like a bunch of the just civilians with the starfishes on their face. And then Ratcatcher ends up helping at some point. Yeah, she's basically won that fight because like, like it looks like a freaking million rats come and start yeah. fighting the starfish. And freaking blood sports like curled up in a ball trying not to look and she's like patting him like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then as as the rats are all attacking the giant starfish, uh, Harley runs and jumps off a rooftop and like plunges herself javelin first into the eyeball. And then she just kind of floats around in the eye juice, which is really gross. Yeah, but the her puncture allowed the rats to get into the eye, too. So they start like biting on like brain nerves and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's essentially what ends up beating Starro. Um, 
And then the whole time at the end, Harley's like calls Bloodsport Milton. He's like, that's not my name. He's like, of course it is. We had like a 30 minute conversation about Milton. Uh, and then that's essentially Wait, the end. No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, that's essentially the end. So now the one thing I, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode was some people had issues, and I know Devin was kind of on well, on par with that. The last thing is that uh, Bloodsport threatens Waller with the the drive. It's like he said, he's not oh, going to yeah. release it, but if he doesn't, she doesn't let them all of them and his daughter go then he's going to release it, so she agrees. Yeah. So they're all free now. Um, now, Devin, I know you and a couple other people had issues with Starro being the villain. Yeah. Um, now, I I know you and I have talked, and, and I, I did agree with you that originally Starro was a Justice League villain. Um, but... I mean, I didn't I, like. What other issue besides that did you really have with with Starro being a villain? Because I mean, Starro was he was from the comics. They were in cartoons. This was his, this was their first like actually like movie debut. I think they they did a very good job portraying him and the little starfish. It's not like they it's not like they looked way different, you know. Or is it just simply the fact that it was more of a it's, Justice League Well, villain? it's because technically, like, technically Starro shouldn't, he, he, he outclasses them for who it was. Like, if you just read over some of Starro's, like, they downgraded Starro to be their the villain. You read over, like, Starro's abilities. Now, if they, like, retcon and say that was, like, a, that was, like, a baby Starro and not the Starro, that's a different story. But, like... The original, like, usually most, like, usually Starro, uh, not as strong as Superman, but, you know, they, um, can fucking, you know, knock buildings and shit over when he wants, whenever he, whenever he feels like. He can pick up buildings and knock shit over, which he was doing that just by being that, that size, right? Which is fine. Uh, he can fly by himself, both on Earth and in outer space. Um, they had the mind control about right. Uh, but they should be able to absorb energy and also shoot energy beams. Um, fairly invulnerable. Uh, gunfire and missiles and shit shouldn't really affect them, so you want to be technical, the javelin, like, we never established that javelin is special. Like, the javelin was never established as being, like, a magical javelin, it was just a javelin. Um, shouldn't have worked, because, like, he, Starro has survived nuclear weapons. So that shouldn't have worked. Um, and yeah. Now, what if they came out? What if they came out with the explanation that, that like, in case they wanted to use Starro later on in a movie or something? That was, just, that was like that. that this was, was like a clone a Starro, or, or a that, clone. No, 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 no. I mean, it could be one of the smaller Starros that grew. Like, and that is possible. And if they did that, yeah, I could. I would. I would say, okay, maybe that was a younger Starro, and like we haven't seen the real Starro. If that makes sense, like it's one of his like children that grew. Hmm. Um. That would be I'd be fine with that. I do feel though, in general, that uh, just not really a like not a good Suicide Squad villain. Not really a good chance to like I, I don't know. I, I always like villains that like for me in movies and anything else really. Um, I really like villains that give them a chance to like show off, if that makes sense, or or give them a chance to like flex their flex their abilities and i feel like with starro being the villain it wasn't so much about flexing their individual abilities as it was just like uh throw the biggest things we possibly can at this person to make it work uh and it was basically you know rat catcher doing her rat catcher things and then harley doing that which i'd argue and say both of those things shouldn't have worked but i'm not gonna argue about it you know it is what it is uh but yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could. I feel like there were other villains. I mean, I have the same issue I have with like that's. I have a similar issue a lot with like DC and a lot of their villains. Like for instance, the villain they picked for. I don't agree. They should have been Darks. Uh, fucking not Darkstar. Fucking. Yeah, Darkstar uh, yeah, Dark is a villain. Well, like, I mean, one was, would one would argue that the majority of that movie, Steppenwolf, was the villain. Well, I mean, on, on either end, but I feel like they never do like Mongol. Mongol's a perfect villain for to set up like a Justice League movie. Well, that's because Mongol was part of the Suicide Squad. No, that was Mongal. Oh, whatever. Different person. 
Um, She's the older daughter of Mongol, but Mongol has a fucking, uh, has Warworld, which is a fucking moon-sized planet Death Star that blows up Earth, and he basically shows up outside of Earth, or any planet he wants, and goes, hey, send, send me a challenger to fight me. If you win, I'll leave your planet alone. If you lose, I blow up your planet. So, okay, let me ask you this. For the cast that they have chosen f- for their Task Force X, you know, Bloodsport, Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, Harley, uh, Peacemaker, all of them, King Shark, who would you have rather seen as a villain that would... I guess shine a spotlight on this suicide on this task force X. Like what villain do you think that they should have had where they could have, I, I guess done better and it wouldn't have been just a pushover at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it. given the story that they already kind of established, it's kind of difficult to, like, say one way or the other, if that makes sense, given the story that they've established. But, I mean, well, originally the villain was supposed to be Superman, which I would have felt weird about, but I also would have, I would have, I would have felt weird about for a lot of the same reasons of, like, yeah, he outclasses them. But I feel like that would have at least been more interesting with, like, okay, they're trying to put a team together as well is also for, uh, you know, put a team together to stop, like, if Superman goes rogue or some shit, which is a thing, you know. Uh, but that team wouldn't have been able to beat Superman. Like, I'm just going to be honest, that wouldn't have happened. Well, I mean, they already said at the very beginning of the movie that Bloodsport was in prison for shooting Superman and putting him pretty much in the ICU with yeah. a kryptonite bullet. Yeah, he shoot it you know, with a kryptonite bullet. I mean, outside of a kryptonite bullet, like, th- that team's not doing anything as Superman. Like, it, it, he's really not. He's really not. But I could have seen like, because like the Injustice League would have been cool. Um, I know so the having having them pitted up against another team of some fashion that would have been better. Like us, like like Waller's like a team. Like John Cena turns them, and then it's like him and she has a team come in to try to get back the the fucking drive, and it's like John Cena. And his fuck and his team, his like other Suicide Squad team, and basically you could pick any villain you really wanted to, and just be like, "Hey, look," because villains don't really have, for the most part, they don't have, you know, they don't have morals, they don't care. She's just like, "Yo, you complete this mission, you're free." You know what I mean? Right. That I think would have been kind of a cool thing to do, because then you're like, "Okay, well now you can have, you can pick a smattering of villains that can do shit." See, I guess I just did, I looked past that the star oh, thing. It's fine. Like, like for me, it didn't like ma- it didn't like make or break the movie. Like, I just didn't like that that he was the villain, but it didn't make or break the movie. I still See, I I think I got more, I I guess just excited that he was portrayed effectively on the big screen and not just in a cartoon or in a comic page. You know what I mean? Like, I guess mm-hmm. I was just happy that the the giant space starfish. Got its five minutes of fame. So. I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, that was the Suicide Squad movie. Um, in a nutshell, we did find out there was an after credit scene uh, that we didn't see the first time where it shows Peacemaker on, an, on a hospital bed in critical condition, but. Yeah. No. Because huh. when we sat down and watched it, we didn't watch through the credits. Oh. Um, but, like I told Rob, that makes sense because I believe HBO is doing a Peacemaker TV show starring John, Ciri- starring John Cena. So I think so. It makes sense that he doesn't die in the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. I'm still mad that they killed Rick Flagg, though. Yeah. And like I like the setup. I like the setup that they like made you think it was Rick Flag that was still alive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Rob, you got a yeah, very angry puppy. Yeah. So, Devin, 
On a scale, do you have IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or any of them pulled up? Oh, uh, yeah, I can do this. Okay, well, while you pull those up, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give this movie yourself? Look at that. I'd give it something like a 7 and 8, like a 7.5. Okay. Probably. All right. Uh, I'm curious as to know what IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm, Rotten Tomatoes is coming up right now. IMDb is in the other tab. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Suicide Squad. All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a tomato meter of 91% and an audience score of 83%, so somewhere in the ballpark of like an 86-ish. Okay. And IMDb has, and that's with about... 312 reviews from the tomato meter, and the audience score is 2,500 plus, so it, it stops counting after a while. But um, you're looking at, yeah, about an 80, and then with 137,000 reviews on IMDb, they gave it about a 7.5. Okay. And it's currently sitting as the number one most popular movie in terms of like uh, most recent recent like releases. Gotcha. Uh, I will say through the entirety of the movie, another end credit scene thing. Uh, Rob was right. He called it right from the get go. Um, as because we took bets on who out of the suicide squad that landed on the beach, who would survive and who wouldn't. Um, because originally we all thought that that was the suicide squad. Uh, they all pretty much died. Uh, Rob called it that the weasel character was going to be alive at the end of it still. <laughs> and he was the first one presumed dead. But in the after credit sequence, you do see him coughing up water and he's alone on the beach and he just kind of wanders away. <laughs> um, so Rob was, Rob was correct on that assumption. Yes, he was uh, Rob on a score of one to 10. What would you rate this movie? Uh, definitely an eight, uh, maybe closer to nine. Okay. Uh, I, I think I'm going to give it an eight, 8.5 right around there. Um, I definitely really enjoyed it. It's a movie. So when I watch movies, I usually judge them on if I'd watch them again, like replay value is a big thing for me. Um, as to whether or not I think a movie is good. Now, not that's not to say that there aren't movies that I don't want to watch repeatedly that I don't find are good. Um, but obviously, if you're if you're looking to sit down and watch a two hour long movie, you know, more than a couple times, then it's a movie that you thoroughly enjoy. And this is one of those movies to me. Um, it's definitely I've like I said, we had it on in the background last night, um, and it's 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 one of those movies too that. Like, if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, I haven't seen this yet, will you sit down and watch it with me? I definitely would. Uh, so, yeah. I think it was a great movie. Again, I think it was well, better than the first one. Oh, it was definitely 100% better than the first one. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. The first uh, one was ass. No, I didn't think the first one was ass. One I, was still, ass. I still like the first one. The Joker was ass. The I first didn't one was like ass. the Joker. That, I, but, I mean, he was. He, I liked he was too El Diablo. He was too much of that movie. Uh, I I'm sorry, like it. He was terrible. That, I, that was a terrible, terrible time. I liked El Diablo. Um, that guy was cool. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I got you. Also, uh, sidebar. Apparently, they are making a live action Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. Oh, nice. All right. It's currently, it's currently actually. I think it's done filming, or it's currently filming. Now, let me ask you a question, Devin, because you said you liked Birds of Prey more than this Suicide Squad, this, yep. this one. What about Birds of Prey? Because I don't think we've done one on Birds of Prey. No, I just really liked, I mean, I just liked and generally liked Birds of Prey. Like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I like this one a lot too. Like, I would put them like, they're neck and neck, but I mean, if I had to like just pick one in general, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like we got to know all the characters a little bit, a little bit better um, in Birds of Prey. Like, I think they did a little bit better job of individual character development in Birds of Prey. All right. Across the board, I mean, as far as rating goes, Birds of Prey is rated lower than uh, the new Suicide Squad. I mean, so there you go. Um, but 
I personally like. I will say I did not care for Harley's outfit in Birds of Prey, though this one she was running around in a fucking dress most of the time because she never changed out of her fucking, the weird thing that the president had her wear. I mean, her outfit's a little weird in the movie, but I mean, I didn't mind it. It's a little weird. It's, you know, like the, what is it, like the yellow overalls and fucking, like, pink like top or whatever. All, you know? all, like, the frilly things or whatever the fuck those are. Uh, she have, like, I don't a know. bunch I of frilly things on? She, I mean, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she had on, like, I'm just pull it real quick, Birds of Prey. We'll have to do, I, I just realized we didn't do an issue on Birds of Prey. I wouldn't mind doing one on that. I'll have Rob watch it. Did we not do one on Birds I don't Prey? think we did. Uh, she had a couple of different outfits in that movie. She had this, this one she had on. That's probably the one you didn't like. Yeah, that's the one I did. And she had on this. Then she ran around, and this was like towards the end of the movie here when she had on the yellow, like the yellow. I wasn't like this, the color clash hurt, like hurts, but I mean, I get the outfit, but the color clash here hurts. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I really did like that movie. Like it was, it was pretty nice. It was like I don't know. It was like entertaining all the characters. Like we all got like a nice. Uh, all the characters had their own like little like. We we got a lot of like character development there. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that's probably one of the things about this movie that we we didn't really get a whole bunch of was character development. But I mean, it's fine. I mean, you could say Harley is uh, established. You don't really need to develop her character anymore between Birds of Prey and the first two. That's fun. Right. So, so I mean, you have the new guys, right? Like we. We got a little bit about Polka Dot Man, like, you know, he kind of talked about his past a little bit, and we kind of figured out kind of how he was, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, and there could be changes to, like, for the next movie to, like, dive into more backstory, but, like, we don't really know a whole lot about Shark, you know, uh, I'll say Shark Man, but no. I uh, think King Shark, like, with a supporting character, deserves his own goddamn movie. No, he, he, he would have to have no, no. a supporting character, though. No, no, we need to find we we need to find a king. We need to find like a character that a like, king shark like really vibes with, like, um, like I, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could. I feel like a king shark and like rat rat catcher movie wouldn't work, but like we need like a king shark and like somebody else like a king shark and I can't think of somebody right now. But like king shark, whoever in like a buddy cop movie would be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Like somebody, like some, it has to be somebody who's like completely clashing styles. Like, can you have like I, I didn't want to say like Idris Elba's character, but like King Shark and someone who's like tactical and like stealthy like that, and then you just have King Shark doing King Shark shit. <laughs> <laughs> see, I like, like this idea already. And he's like, "All right, here's a plan. I'm gonna." See. He's like, "Well, I have like elaborate plan." And then he and looks up, like, and King Shark's already gone doing something. He, no, he like lays it out. There's like elaborate plan. He is, like King Shark's not doing anything in the plan. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go in here, climb this scale this wall, climb this window, assassinate this guy, do that. He's like, what do I do? You wait here. And then he's like, all right. And then he cuts it. Like his plan fucking falls apart. He starts getting his ass kicked on the inside, and he's like yelling for King Shark to help him out. And then eventually, like he makes his way out. He's all like beat up and like bloodied and shit. He opens the front door. It's like, where the hell were you? Standing right here. Standing right here. <laughs> Standing right here. Yeah, I already told Rob in D&D I want to make a, a shark folk monk and play him pretty much exactly like King Shark. Um, hold just on. be like, hand? And just start beating people? No, hold on. There, there is actually a good way you can pull that off, too. I'm trying to think. There's a, there's um, a homebrewed shark? Uh, shark no, 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 no. I don't know. I mean, specifically, there is a good way to pull that off where, like, you can make your main your main weapon be your fucking like eating shit. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, sure, yeah, I mean, it's a natural weapon, and then you could, um, I mean, monk I weapons are natural cool weapons. This is actually a pretty cool idea. Have like fucking like oh, giant shark tooth guitars. Guitars. Yeah. So, that's gonna be one of my next characters is a shark folk monk. I like it. Um, but anyway, so that was Suicide Squad in a nutshell. We went over it. Uh, we gave our our reviews of it. Uh, recommendations, obviously. I think we all recommend everybody watching it. Uh, it's a good movie. Um, man, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that's. I think that's it. I think we covered it all. Uh, I will say for future, uh, upcoming in the next couple weeks, 
we did have a request to watch the movie Wrong Turn. Um, the 2021 version, I guess. I sure, so really like that movie. We sure. are we are gonna have to sit down and watch that t- together. Oh, I have the hiccups now. This sucks. Uh, anybody else? Uh, closing comments or thoughts before we end the episode? Rob? Uh, not really. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like you said, I've already watched it twice. <laughs> Within like a week. Let's watch it again! I mean, you did promise Sean you would watch it, so yep. <laughs> that might be a third one. Uh, Devin, closing comments or thoughts on whatever? Uh, really, no, really good movie. I recommend watching it. Like, I mean, I, I don't by any... No matter what I said, like don't think I didn't like the movie. No, I really liked I the movie a lot. I 100% was caught off guard. I did not think Captain Boomerang was going to die, let alone that early. Yeah, no. So, no, no. but yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we need a life advice with Devin and a science corner with Rob. So let's start off with science corner with Rob. Getting real with Rob. What we got? What do we got this week, Rob? Uh, okay, well, this week I found out that it is extremely, well, the reason I was looking it up is because there was an article about whether or not you could drink soda in space, and the answer is you can, but because of the, the low gravity, the, uh, the fizz doesn't separate from the liquid like it does when we drink it, so it all kind of like the gases and the liquid stay together which I found out is why it's incredibly unpleasant to burp in space. So that's why they don't drink soda, because it makes you want to burp. Because the same thing, usually when we burp, it's just gas. But because of the way the gravity works, gas and the liquids in your stomach don't separate. So when you burp, you're basically burping up a bunch of freaking acid in your phone face. So, so you vomit. When you burp, you yeah, vomit. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. Especially, especially if you have one of those astronaut helmets on and then you burp and it just like splatters on the inside of your helmet. Mm-hmm. Gross. Fake announcement. Huh? <laughs> uh, anything else, or is that just you wanted to you wanted to let us know that burping in space is the same as vomiting? Nope, that was it. All right, that's that's a disgusting science corner with Rob this week. Neat. Yep. Uh, Devin, we need life advice. And it can't be don't burp in space. (laughs) He has to look up a new life advice with Devin now because that was his. I had one earlier, but I forgot. Um... Oh, man, I forgot what it was going to be. Oh, man. Damn it, I'm mad. Ah, it's fine. Whatever. It was like a funny play on the joke, like, it is what it is, but um, I couldn't, like, make it work. Any freaking way, people? Random life advice, guys. Here, here. You ready for this one? Sure. I don't care how, I don't care how nice the hand soap or hand sanitizer smells. You should never walk out of the restroom sniffing your fingers. Hmm. Yeah, all right. I could get behind this. It would be kind of weird. Yep. Or if you ever get caught sleeping on the job, slowly raise your head and say, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I got a life advice for you, Devin, but it's going to require also a picture, which I'm going to post in general chat for both of you. Uh, I just saw this on my mother's Facebook. True. That's great life advice. Uh, so the life advice here is if you can't hide a crime scene, just pretend you're a victim. Yeah, Webby will get this life advice and he will love it dearly. Um, never trust an electrician with no eyebrows. Yeah. True statement. <laughs> if you All get right. a loan at the bank, you pay it for 30 years. If you rob a bank, you're out in 10 years. Just saying. Yeah, it's also true. Though not good life advice. <laughs> Uh, how to deal with how to deal with nosy neighbors? You stick a turkey leg in a sneaker and let your dog patrol patrol the yard. 
Wait, what? If you want to deal with nosy neighbors, stick a turkey leg in a sneaker and let your dog patrol your yard. Oh, okay. I get it now. Oh, Jesus. All right. Yep. That's kind of what I was picturing. That's actually like a really good, like, like cheap thing for like Halloween. Like, for a Halloween like, thing, like, yeah. You like some old shoes and shit and like stick turkey legs in it, but you're going to have like rotted meat outside your house. So you probably want to take care of that at some point. Yeah. Especially you, Robbie, because you have bears nearby. Fucking come outside, fucking bear just gnawing on a turkey leg in your yard. It's like, well. Yep. <laughs> All right. Work, like, I'm not going to work today. It's like, why? Well, there's a bear at the end of my driveway, and I don't want to disturb him. Well, with that, everybody, uh, let's. that's going to be the end of the episode, uh, bears and driveways. Uh, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? Find me on Twitter at Professor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Professor X. And Devin, where can we find you at? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay uh, putting whiskey or putting tea bags in my whiskey so I can drink without being judged. All right. Uh, and as always, everybody, thank you for listening. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DM Webby, and on eBay at Never Judging Devin for drinking. Whiskey. Thank you. See, I, thank you. See, somebody. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody, and we love you. And fuck Booster Gold. That's what we need. We need a Suicide Squad movie where he they just go around beating the piss out of Booster Gold. Booster Gold could have been the villain. There you go. Yep. Down, down, bow, bow.